Okay, so here's the thing, folks. I've lived with a cancer or two in my day. They tend to be communicative. They tend to want to talk out conflict. Well, Emilio, <laughs> you're fake. No, no, I don't. I actually, yeah, I actually completely agree with you. I was distracted. That's oh, okay. Yeah, I feel like cancers tend to be like communicative and want to talk out conflicts and like have a peacekeeping instinct. And I can see producers not wanting that energy in the house. Like, it's just like all Scorpios and Leos stinging and roaring at each other. And that makes perfect sense. Totally true. Yeah, we, if we had cancers in the house, the house would be too civil. Yeah, or like too familial. Like there would just be all these inside jokes that like wouldn't carry over to television. People would be like making each other food and like taking care of each other. People would be eloping. People would fall for other people on the show. Yes. Not in the way the producers want. Yes. Although honestly, producers, if you brought some lesbians on, I don't think it would hurt you. Lesbians never hurt. So wait, are we doing a cold open to this show? Is that it looks like we are. We're, We're cracking open a cold conversation. one. So just like this whole freaking season has been doing these openings that make no sense. We are driving a white minivan up to this conversation, rolling down the window and saying with no mask, why are there no cancers on this fucking season? Excuse me, what are you doing here at the point? <laughs> I, uh, what's your name? Uh, I've never heard of you. I don't watch the show. I'm just the guard. <laughs> oh my gosh. So let's begin our recap with that. Um, Heather Martin pulls up and we get this dramatic open in which the guard person uh, calls Chris Harrison and then we hear this really just like adorable little audio that's so fake of um, Chris Harrison being like Heather Martin what the bleep and I just thought it was adorable (laughs) Everything everything involving Heather is adorable. Like, I get that she's getting a bad edit, but I kind of love her. Mm, I didn't think this was a good look for her. I don't think so either. But, like, you can love someone and recognize that it's a bad look for them. That's true. You know what? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not angry with Heather. I just think there are better things you could be doing right now. (laughs) I don't think she had much choice in this situation. Like, I don't think she decided to drive up mid-season in her little white minivan. Yeah, I mean, the episode... So, listeners, what happened was Heather pulls up. She was on the show previously, like, two seasons ago. And um, she's like, I think that... um, I, I think I wrote something down um she's like I think I wrote something down I'm sorry all right Heather pulls up she's been on the season two or she was on two seasons ago she has absolutely no relationship with Matt or with anybody else on the show and she's like my friend Hannah former bachelorette is also friends with Matt and she said that Matt and I would hit it off So I thought, why not 
in the middle of a pandemic, halfway through his season, with no warning, I just drive all the way across the country. I don't know where she's from, but presumably far. I would drive really far, show up, and then like see if he wants to add me to one of the 20 people he's dating. Oh, Amelia, I figured out why I like Heather. Why do you like Heather? She's got like, she almost has like manic pixie dream girl vibes. Like the dumb spontaneity, the like weirdly specific car, Mm -hmm. the general disposition. Yeah. I want I want Heather Martin to like drive up in a minivan and disrupt my life also. Oh, I mean, yeah, Heather could absolutely disrupt my life. I really liked her during Colton season. And I was really angry with the way we just kept playing up this whole like never been kissed thing when she was on it. And then I feel like she's this um she's like our like classic virgin that like somehow like brings purity or like uh, cleanliness to the show in in the face of Kate it's like basically it's like we have Katie sorry not Kate Katie who who comes on like with a quote-unquote ginormous dildo and then we like cleanse our souls by them bringing on like our like most famous virgin okay so she's the Clorox wipes of the season yeah, and I think it's all gross. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she does show up in a fucking wedding dress. But the thing yeah. is, you're not even lean. Like, unless you watched two seasons ago, you don't know that, like, she was a virgin two seasons ago. I mean, she certainly does have this kind of, like, touched by an angel vibe, but. Yeah, but I mean, her whole thing <clears throat> two seasons ago, like, they, the way um victoria is like queen like profession queen they make they made heather like profession never been kissed and even in doing that it's like they have established that her job literally is to be here as a person who has never been kissed can you imagine if your job was to never be kissed um (laughs) currently in the middle of (laughs) (laughs) In the middle of this pandemic we're dealing with, I absolutely can imagine that my job is to never be kissed. <laughs> it should give like an extra stimulus for people who haven't been kissed during the pandemic. Uh, you said it and I endorse it. <laughs> the kiss-mulus. Um, anyways, speaking of um, opposing women on this show, um, some of whom look really bad. After Heather's dramatic open, we go back to the debate between, debate, debate is so bad. <laughs> Conflict between Kenya and MJ. Yeah, nothing happens. Like MJ acts like a bitch. Yesenia defends herself. Um. Yeah, I think they both, just kind of were coming at each other a lot. And I actually thought Jasenia looked really bad. Really? Why? Uh, I got kind of upset at the way Jasenia, I don't know if you caught this, but there's this moment where MJ sits down and starts talking to Jasenia, and Jasenia starts calling her Meredith aggressively, <laughs> which I felt like it felt like dead naming to me. Okay. Yeah. I do see that. 
it really felt like such a bad look to like be like I know you have a different name like this like I'm gonna invalidate your name as a way to attack you and then after MJ goes home and especially since MJ also she she says I wrote this down I had a weak bitch moment but I'm back (laughs) (laughs) MJ is like aware that she has not done everything right um and then Jacenia just gloated a lot afterwards and I just felt like that was a bad look it reminded me of last season when we had um uh Noah and Bennett Noah and Bennett and then like Taisha yells at Noah for smiling after Bennett goes home and I'm like yeah you shouldn't see this as a victory I don't know I mean Yesenia was just like dragged into this fucking drama and like MJ was attacking her so I agree the Meredith now that I think about it the Meredith thing wasn't cool I was into it at the time because it just reminded me of the parent trap and Meredith is the evil stepmother (laughs) and I just like pictured Yesenia as um like baby Lindsay Lohan being like Meredith I yeah I agree it's fucked up to call someone a name that they don't use but I don't think that that is always dead naming Mm -hmm. I agree with you that it's not always dead naming but given the context I just it felt very similar to me yeah yeah I feel that it clearly upset MJ to hear that and it was clearly intended to upset her and I think that using somebody's name as a way to upset them or trigger them in some way is like just bad form yeah I agree I feel like other than that I'm still in Yesenia's corner I thought that like given how much MJ was targeting her she's like allowed a little gloat okay fair um, well, let it be known on record that I am Jacenia neutral. I think she looked better in the past episode. Up next, um, well, MJ goes home and then a few more ladies go home. We lose Maggie, Ryan, and Brittany. RIP. I was reminded of a practice we had at the very beginning of this podcast in which we would name a like a fallen hero a and fallen hero episode. um and i was thinking we could dedicate this episode. Let's, yeah yeah same page yeah she has the most graceful exit ever this is what i loved about her she leaves she gets kicked off and she just says another quote i wrote down he just doesn't understand how much love i have to give and she i love this she has been on this show for a while most women are so angry when they leave after being on for a while and she was just like I'm going to love someone else. Someone else is going to get to have the love that I have to give. And I'm so excited for whoever she falls in love with. I just wish her the best. May Maggie float in her gourd boat forever in bliss. Somewhere in my dreams, Maggie's always floating in a gourd boat. The question is, who will float the gourd boat with her? Who will float her gourd boat? Maggie, hit me up. I'll float in your gourd boat. Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, man. Moving right along. Serena goes and talks to Katie because she's upset with Katie. I'm even upset with Katie. I wasted so much time defending Serena C. Mm -hmm. And I feel annoyed. I just didn't understand what was happening really 
Yeah, it didn't make a lot of sense. I felt like Serena, at first when Serena went to talk to her, I was like, okay, you're going to like mediate conflict and try to like air things out and achieve a solution. And I felt like Katie's reaction was like really over the top and defensive. But at the same time, I'm like, maybe Serena was being intrusive or like coming out of nowhere. Well, yeah, she just like knocked on her door and started accusing her of things. So yeah, I agree that Katie kind of didn't need to defend herself because she literally hadn't done any of the things Serena was saying. She could have just been like, I don't have a problem with you. Like, why is, why? Um, But I can see why I pissed her off. I also, my guess is that because Serena C was friends with like MJ. She was very good friends with MJ. Like they were really tight and she was friends with Anna. So my guess is that she's pissed at Katie because Katie got her friends at home and now she doesn't have her close friends in the house. Mm. And it's probably some combination of like, I'm bummed and lonely now. And like some sense of like, the girls at home are going to be like cheering me on. Yeah, actually that's totally, totally it. And honestly, Amelia, if you and I were on a reality TV show together and your nemesis got you eliminated, I would come for your nemesis, even if they were in the right. Olive, that's so sweet. Oh my God. I think I'd avoid conflict, but I'm glad that you'd defend my honor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But Serena did hit Katie. I just wanted to point out this uh, harsh jab that really oh, yeah. gears. Serena, 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 Serena hits our friend Katie with uh, your actions speak louder than your words, which in this world is the meanest thing you can say to a person because that's also what Justenia says to MJ. And I don't understand what it means. Oh, I thought you were talking about the part where Serena accuses Katie of being sex positive. Oh, the part where she's like all your (laughs) sex positivity with air quotes. Yeah. Also, because honestly, nobody on this show is sex positive. Oh, I have a new, I have a game idea. Awesome. So did Matt and Piper at the carnival that they went to next. Oh, I'm gonna have to flip the switch on that one. I'm gonna have to take the hammer thing and hit the thing that you hit the hammer thing oh, with. Oh man, okay, kids, games are over. Stop with the puns. <laughs> was it even a pun? <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was like a weak reference. I'm sorry. All right, so they go to this abandoned carnival and then dance to a country band called Temecula Road. Have we heard of Temecula Road? It sounds like a disease. No, it sounds like tuberculosis. <laughs> it, exactly. Like tubercular, tuberculosis alley. That's the name of my country band. Remind me to tell you about a dream that I had. Oh, God. I'm just going to tell you now. Okay. So I thought of this because temecular sounds like tentacular. And in my dream, for reference listeners, I just got a job 
answering phones. Mm -hmm. In my dream, I was trying to talk on a landline, but the earpiece and the mouthpiece had tentacles growing out of them and they were reaching towards me. So that might've been a temecular road, but my dream was a tentacular phone. That's terrible. Yeah, it was not fun. That sounds awful. I'm so sorry that happened to you. It's cool. Yeah. Like I paid $17.50 an hour. So like, I'll take the nightmares. Um, fair enough. Fair enough. I hate that that is what capitalism has done to us. <laughs> um, on with the show. They go, there's the, the group date. Group date is a bowling date. They go bowl. Yeah. The most normal date this show has ever had it looked so fun it just looked enjoyable kate was having the time of her life there were snacks there were snacks there were smooches there was competition but a friendly competition and then matt does the best thing ever which is that one team wins and then later he's like guys i want to give you guys time too which is so fantastic of matt just because in every past season I feel like these moments when one team wins a extra time with him and the other team doesn't is like the fuel for the next conflict. Well, I mean, Ari did that on the bowling date on his season. That was the exact same as this bowling date. Right. I forgot about that entirely. So I will say that Matt did not invent this tactic, but I agree it was the right call. I, the, the sending them home and then telling them was weird. Mm. Like you could have just said, oh, it's fine. We can all go. But yeah, but I think he wanted to have some time with the winners first. Because mm. he did have some really sweet moments with them. He had some nice chats with Serena and Chelsea. Um, he gave Chelsea a little smooch. And then he gave Michelle the rose, which broke everyone's heart. Right. Did Chelsea get the rose? No, no, no. He he kissed Chelsea for the first time, I think, for them. And then No, they'd made out before. Oh, they had? Yeah. Oh, well, he kissed he had a moment with Chelsea. He had like yes. clearly a big moment with Chelsea. Yes. And then he goes back into the room and gives Michelle the rose. And it was like really devastating for Chelsea. Yes. And normally I think I would be a little bit more like um like that's how it goes you know we can't all get the rose because we had a moment but I think we're starting to see that Michelle is like a clear front runner and I think that that kind of sucks for the girls who are also building relationships with him yeah because she's an underdog so the fact that she's progressing this quickly has got to like make everyone super insecure yeah yeah it's like when there's a new kid in your class and then they're smart mm-hmm. you're like what the fuck i mean it makes the teacher's job really easy you're like i'm the smart one here <laughs> <laughs> actually that's how i start all my classes <laughs> and i'm like sit down i'm the only smart one in the room <laughs> progress forward with this long episode um 
we they keep reminding us that Heather's there like looming around the corner in a way that makes her seem super creepy yeah and also like maybe you know what she reminds me of <laughs> she reminds me of the the wife in the attic in Jane Eyre I have not seen or I you know I've probably read Jane Eyre but I don't remember it's a great great novel one of the Brontes forget which one Basically, Jane Eyre is an, a governess who comes to this mansion property estate to take care of a kid, and she falls in love with the kid's father, but it turns out that the whole time he had his crazy ex-wife locked away in the attic, and at the end of the book, she burns their house down. Great. Wow. And she's just kind of looming like... that's such a cooler story than I remembered from high school it's such a good book there's like a beautiful relatively new modern like film of it and yeah Heather reminded me of the wife locked in the attic just kind of like balancing pizzas on her head yeah Yeah. and cackling she literally is like tucked away I thought for the longest time that she was in the Nemecolon being quarantined like secretly somewhere in that giant mansion um, and then later they show her driving to Nima Colon again. And I was like, oh, so I made that up. But um, Nima Colon also sounds like an illness. Yeah. It sounds Nema- like you have an anemic colon. I don't know why just the colon would be anemic, but we don't need to get into <laughs> Or maybe you have. <laughs> maybe you have a Nima code. Huh? Maybe you have a nematode in your colon. I was thinking Nemo, like a little fish, is just swimming around in your colon. Gross, poor Nemo. I know. <laughs> finding Nemo 4. Is just... you ever go swimming in the ocean and get scared that like a fish is going to find its way like up your butt? No. <laughs> now you will. <laughs> oh my gosh. I wrote about Heather though. I wrote big hijacking the mothership energy. (laughs) Um, And also I accidentally called her Heather Morris. And I also can't stop thinking about what if it was Heather Morris that showed up. I don't know who Heather Morris is. Star of Glee. Ah, which one? Played Britney. Nice. I can see it. cast of glee spinoff of the bachelor in which they all have to buy for darren like kind of already the plot of glee a little bit glee is just bachelor in paradise but instead it's bachelor in hell and the hell is high school what if instead of bachelor on in paradise it was bachelor on broadway oh no i'm not here for this crossover I am. I know you are and I hate it. Listeners, Listeners, there's if you would watch Bachelor on Broadway, send us a message at (laughs) ButchLikePod on Instagram. Ugh. Sarah likes musicals too, so I'm outvoted. Mm -hmm. Sarah, friend of the pod, also musical person. I'm not not a musical person, but I'm not enough of a musical person that this appeals to me. Mm. Mm. Only time will tell. Totally (laughs) totally time (laughs) Only time will tell. Sorry. Uh, Only time. Chris Harrison, if you're listening to this. <laughs> That's the name of the acapella group on the Bachelor of Rock. 
<laughs> oh my god <laughs> totally time that's another pitch perfect crossover bitch perfect Ooh. butch perfect butch perfect <laughs> okay so where are we okay we're almost done with the episode the last thing that happens is tyler cameron unsurprisingly makes a appearance he is famously the reason matt james is even part of bachelor nation oh, jesus christ i blocked this out best friend but on the way, I need to point out something that happened because I don't know if you saw it. I don't know if our listeners saw Are it. we talking about the bison? No. <laughs> <laughs> what bison? The bison! Buffalo? Bison? I don't know. There was a large animal. Large bovine? Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, they, they love to show us like B-roll of animals for sure. But I'm talking about inside of the Nema colon. What did you get in there with a? There's a giant fish tank. Where? What? <laughs> I actually looked it up afterwards because I was like, did I make that up? Matt James casually walks by a giant fish tank oh, i have our meme for this week which i can make because i'm less stressed it's going to be finding nema colon and it's going <laughs> to be <laughs> what have i done um inside of this part of the nema colon that's called the tavern um which is like the restaurant i think during normal or during non-covid times um and in the middle of it is this giant fish tank. Did um, you screenshot it or anything? I'm sending you a link right now. Okay. And we'll put it, I'll put it in the show notes as well. I'll put it on Instagram. Fish tank in tavern.jpg. Oh God, it's like, so the poor fish have to watch everyone eating? Yeah. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. Also, imagine being the person who has to climb up to the top of that and, like, maintain the aquarium. Imagine being the person they throw in to be eaten by the fish. That's how I'd like to die. Yeah, same. You heard. I wonder if one of them would swim up your butt. Moving right along. (laughs) Matt talks to his buddy Tyler C. about how he wants to get to know Katie. And then, of course, he and Katie have a date where they do this little hidden camera thing. Um, At this point in the episode, I'm fully at my limit of how many times I can shout at my screen that people need to take COVID seriously Um, because Tyler's just walking around without a mask. And then he gets a freaking massage, which he doesn't need. (laughs) (laughs) Katie, That's your takeaway? Well, I mean, luckily he didn't get a massage. He got fucking assaulted on television. No, yeah, I didn't get there. <laughs> Katie and Matt are fucking, they're in the, his, the masseuse's ear doing like the in-ear trick, which I think can be a hilarious bit. It could have been so funny if they didn't fucking assault him. But yeah, literally instead they're just like hurt him. Literally Matt is just sitting there and then they're just laughing. Like tweak his nipples? That's not cool twist his nipples like I think there was a point where he was like she was like smacking him a little it was like 
Tussie's nipple is probably the worst one. And the worst part about this is not even the fact that it is assault, <laughs> but the fact that it is just not funny and they're just <laughs> laughing. <laughs> yeah. It's more like sinister energy. Um, just too much evil in the Nima Colon tonight. Um, too much e- evil in the Nima Colon tonight. <laughs> Do you, maybe maybe that can be like our new our new um like theme song is like that but phil collins oh my gosh yes too much evil in the name of colon tonight i've been waiting for this massage for all the afternoon Oh no, my nipples are being twisted. <laughs> and you said you didn't want The Bachelor to be a musical. And then now look at you. <laughs> this is an opera. <laughs> I'm here for The Bachelor as an opera. Okay. That compromise. I'll take it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's not funny, uh, but it was very obviously fake. I think that's the reason I wasn't upset about the assault thing was just that I'm like, Tyler knew fully what was happening. Yeah. Um, uh, Sarah, friend of the pod, called it that Katie was this season's easy. Mm. Yeah, because it's like the date you give to someone who you don't want to make out with. Mm-hmm. It's like they have a lot of fun, but there's just not a ton of like sexual energy. It's just like yeah. energy and silliness. Um, and yeah, then Katie goes home. R.I.P. Um, so with that, I think, well, I want to hear your game idea. We have to talk about Heather's. Oh, I didn't even write. I'm done talking about Heather. Yeah. I mean, basically like she can't get through the revolving door. Um, she's in a wedding dress. Mm -hmm. She has a lot of like giddy energy that meshes poorly with the energy of the group. She steals Matt from Piper Piper's like, what the fuck? The only notable thing here is that someone, I think it was maybe Bree, said, if someone else comes on the show, I'm going to be rageful, Mm -hmm. which is not a word, but it like happened quickly. So at first I thought it was Rachel making a dope pun and I was about to make her my new favorite. And then I realized it wasn't her and it wasn't a pun on the name Rachel and I was sad. Uh, Also, I I just want to say rageful is a word in the dictionary is it yeah oh bit. all right um oh yeah which also reminds me piper is also a front runner i shouldn't say just michelle i think piper is also getting it yeah they have good chemistry also like leo and sagittarius together oh. can confirm yeah actually okay so listeners we're looking at the astrology of every single cast member and as a Sagittarius, the people he's most likely to end up with are going to be Cancers, Geminis, and Leos, in my opinion. And the remaining, or, and his two front runners happen to be Piper, a Leo, and Michelle, a Gemini. And so I just think it's got to be one of those two in the end. Um, and I think really, I love Chelsea, and I think she also has a chance. But oh, she's a Virgo, right? Yeah, she's a Virgo. She's um, she's too cool for him. Chelsea's too cool for him. Abigail's too like 
good for him. Um, Kit's too young for him. Serena, maybe. Other Serena, maybe. <laughs> and Rachel can suck an egg. I would never mind. <laughs> <laughs> We're never going to know what Olive is going to say. You're never going to know. Let's play games. Do you okay. want to do you want to hear mine or do you want to do Rosebud Thorn? Okay, let's let's do Rosebud Thorn first. Okay. I haven't thought this through. Okay, I'm ready. Me too. Wait, am I? <laughs> yeah, but you're not going to like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 3 2, two one. 1 The fish wait i forgot which one we were doing and i blanked out was this rose oh yeah i just assumed we were doing rose yeah i assumed so too and then my mind went blank um oh i was gonna give mine to piper yeah i think yeah i thought about giving it to piper she's she's done nothing wrong by me which is a lot i mean that's that's it's hard for someone to do nothing <laughs> on <this> show. <laughs> um buds uh let me think Okay. Three, Three two, two, one. one. Yesenia. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Um, I just feel like I need to see more Abigail. Also, her name is Yesenia with a J. Every time. <laughs> Anything you want to say on Yesenia? I continue to stand by her yeah i mean she's adorable yeah okay and thorns because really he's done a great job of like weeding out weeding out the thorns yeah three Three, two two, one one. serena c we can't both say serena c um (laughs) (laughs) um you know what, Chris Harrison? <laughs> Chris Harrison, That's right? Me off this punch week. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? <laughs> like, like Chris Harrison isn't like the biggest position of power, so I'm okay. always okay with bullying him because we clearly have such a huge platform that is very influential in Bachelor Nation. Actually, I'm pretty sure that the producers are already taking down notes on every idea we've had. Yeah, we're gonna see a Bachelor opera it's on Broadway bachelors on broadway the ballerina was just the beginning remember the ballerina yeah and he just sent home ryan the dancer dancer. yeah well i mean also remember listen to your heart no i don't remember (laughs) anything from those like two months i also read a whole book that i don't remember reading fair enough yeah what was that the beginning of quarantine yep um um listen to your heart all i remember was like the guitar center scene oh my god Um, jesus christ all right um game time yeah i think mine should go last i think it's a good ending note i was gonna say yours should go first okay fine Wow, we're really building up hype for this mystery game. All right, so my first game is extremely on brand. Um, oh no. And uh, I'm going to name it in this moment uh, Finding Nemo, Colin. Um, 
and <laughs> I'm gonna say the name of a contestant and you're gonna tell me what kind of fish they'd be. <laughs> I feel like my knowledge of fish species is not as exhaustive as yours and it's certainly not as accurate. Like I think there are fish that exist in my mind <laughs> and don't exist in the deep blue seas. And that is a great reason why you should do this. <laughs> we we should both do it. Okay. All right. Um, or you should give your feedback after I've done it. Mm, okay. So you guess and I'll give you the correct answer. Yes. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Kit. Oh, beta fish. Interesting. Interesting. Flashy. Mm-hmm. But doesn't really do much. Uh, the correct answer is, is bass. Bass? Why? Mm-hmm. She's like a small bass. Um, and the reason for that is that um, I think of Branzino <laughs> as like a really like extravagant, but also like exactly perfect and flawless meal. And I think Kit is like a little extravagant and fancy, but that she also is like put together and has never upset me and has it together and also I think they're pretty wait so are we doing fish as friends or fish as food I I think one in the same oh boy like sky's the limit <laughs> oh man um <laughs> do you want to are you ready for another one yeah um oh and also the reason I wouldn't say beta is because I have somebody else who I fully think is a beta <laughs> okay um, okay Chelsea um like a really cute shark totally with you yep mm -hmm. yeah not sure what kind of shark that is but one of the cute ones yeah I'll I'll take that we don't need to get that specific Abigail oh something really cute one of the ones that goes like <laughs> I guess and <laughs> even if you had Xenolive's face it wouldn't help are pucker fish a thing <laughs> I think you're thinking of a puffer fish <laughs> I swear pucker fish are a thing. Let me Google it. They are not a thing, but puffer fish are a thing. And I think that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, I could see puffer fish. Michelle. Uh, you mean fish shell? Oh. <laughs> uh, rainbow trout. Oh, yeah, totally. Piper. Mm. Pickerel. Okay. Um, the correct answer was beta. Okay. Uh, I can see that. <laughs> um, uh, Matt. Ooh. I want to make him a skate. I think, yeah. Sure. He's like kind of slippery. Yeah, I mean, I would have said an eel, but I think that that is very similar. He does have the face of an eel. He just kind of looks like an eel, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Jasenia. Sunfish. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was going to say a bluegill, which I feel like we're, we're in like a similar vibe. Yeah. Some fish are wild. 
let's close this off with Serena C. Hmm. Lionfish. Lionfish. They're like the stripey poisonous ones. Yeah. Damn. You know what? Totally. Totally. They also are like, they look like cheerleaders. <laughs> Didn't we say that the other episode when we were playing the sports game? We were like, Serena's like the bitchy cheerleader. Exactly. Olive, do you remember that time we went to the aquarium together? I do remember that time we went to the aquarium together. Those were the days. Oh, those really were the days. We had a Trader Joe's charcuterie spread <laughs> in the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we got to pet some stingrays. We did. Um, all right, next game. Next game. All right, so this next game I haven't fully fleshed out. Um, I was thinking about this phrase, my actions speak louder than my words. Uh -huh. So my thought process was that to me seems like we should be playing charades. Uh, because This I is an audio medium. Yes, exactly. So then I thought really long and hard. I wrote down, what is the podcast version of charades? I thought so hard that I literally had to take a nap. Is this the nap you just woke up from? Yeah, because I was really the whole time I was just like, what's the podcast version of charades? And I stressed <laughs> myself out so much. That Isn't that just like 20 questions? This is what I came up with. So it's like you're trying to guess a thing, mm -hmm. um, but I can only use verbs. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see where this is going. I like this. This is just going to read like bad poetry. Yeah, exactly. So I'm thinking of a thing and the category will be like things from this episode, maybe, or things that are related to the franchise at least. Okay. Um, and I could be thinking of anything, but I can only describe it using verbs. Excellent. I like this. Okay. Can okay. you like make up verbs? I don't think so. Okay. 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 All right. We're going to start with an easy one. <laughs> Stroke massage tyler cameron's massage yeah <laughs> that was terrible let me think of one okay and it can be anything in the franchise sure okay i have it okay this is a throwback okay sculpt the date with taisha where they made little clay penises yes blake wine's clay penis <laughs> This game is easier than we thought it would be. Amelia and I spent too much time together and too much time talking about the fucking bachelor. We're two on the same page. Oh no, we're two peas in a pod. Aww. Um, okay. Wait, we can do this though. Hold Should up. we go outside of Bachelor Nation? Should we go where no one has dared too to broad. go before? Too broad. I need boundaries. Should we stay within the lands of television, but it can be any television? No, because we don't watch the same thing, except for this show. Yeah, let's try to stay in the nation, but get more obscure. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. Hit, fall. The boxing date? Nope. Eat. The cake date. <laughs> Hit? <laughs> Sorry, the wedding date break okay so we got hit fall eat break i don't have anything yet destroy are you sure it's not the wedding dress date i'm sure <laughs> infect 
That could be literally anything the last two seasons. <laughs> All right. There's there's a hint. Um, enjoy. Hit, fall, break, destroy. In fact, in fact enjoy. Mm-hmm. Oh, and eat. And eat, yes. Was there like a messy food date I'm forgetting about? <laughs> kind of. Party? Oh, Tyler, Cameron, and Matt James smashing cake into each other's faces at the what? football game. <laughs> no, <laughs> damn it. That was a great guess. That was a great guess, but no. Um, do you want a hint? Yeah. Um, this was from Tasha's season. Yeah, I figured, but I can't think of it. <laughs> um, um, it was from a one-on-one date that she went on. Um, was it the one where? Um, I, I don't fucking oh, oh, know. Oh, I've got another verb. Unwrap. I literally don't remember. Wait, we're gonna get you there. Okay. Lit. I just feel like I don't remember this date happening. Don't, don't, don't think about the date. Think about an activity that I could be describing. Um. <laughs> uh, unwrap, lick, enjoy food. I mean, they're unwrapping a gift that is ice cream (laughs) and it's melting in their hands, but they're enjoying it. What else do you lick? Dick? (laughs) (laughs) What else do you lick? Um, Other body parts? What else do you lick that you also unwrap? (laughs) A lollipop? Yeah, and what's a lollipop sometimes inside of? that you hit oh the pinatas yeah <laughs> all right so oh infection was the covid pinata COVID pinata. okay um okay so i was thinking of the covid pinata um of course so clearly this game can either be really easy or really hard okay let me see if i can strike a middle ground okay, okay. Mm-hmm. if i do i win the game okay yeah that's the real goal of the game yeah to provide good entertainment. Oh, I have to tell you something, and I think it's okay that this is in the show because it makes me so happy. Okay. Um, our last post on Instagram, I tagged hashtag sheep, and now a sheep farm liked it, and I'm getting like suggestions for other sheep farms, and this one is Sandy Brock, sheepishly me, and it's just like someone who has sheep. I love that. So new niche content. I'm so here for that. I'm so proud of you that's all i want for our instagram page okay let me think um i can't think of anything oh okay i have one (laughs) all right let's go okay um this is gonna be really easy sing karaoke that's not a date they've ever done (laughs) but it's a date they do in my dreams yes Damn, this is actually hard with verbs. I forgot about that rule. Yeah. It's the whole point of the game. Is it the Guitar Center date? For it is, yes. Guitar- <laughs> 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 All right. Well, you know what, Olive? You know, this game didn't... 
actually work out the way I wanted it to, but it did make me feel like you and I are really good at communicating with each other. You told me you had one and a half games, and I think that was accurate. Yeah. Okay, but you also told me you had a game idea. Yeah, and this game also has to do with you and I communicating with each other, although I guess that's what this whole podcast is. So... (laughs) So I was thinking about how Serena C basically accused Katie of being sex positive which is a good thing Mm -hmm. so I was thinking that you and I should just take turns getting angry at each other and hurling compliments as though they were insults wow okay you know I really don't receive compliments well but now you get to receive them as insults okay so it softens the blow at you okay 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 I think I'm ready okay who do you want to go first uh uh, you go first. Okay. Amelia, I just like, you're, you're such a good cook and it just like, I don't get how you're, you're so good at cooking. It like makes me really happy when I eat your food and I just like really miss like being hosted by you. And I would like go to your house and you would make me food. I mean, like, I just really miss that. And I mean, like, you're like also really inventive with food and that's like a really special thing that I value a bunch. And it's just really great. This game isn't working because I'm crying. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could have you over for dinner. (laughs) Making you cry is the second best thing. Oh. (laughs) Okay, now I have to go, but I'm emotional. You don't have to go. We can just end it there. Um, okay, no. Olive, heck you. You're so kind. (laughs) (laughs) And you're just a great friend. And you always make me laugh. And you're also ridiculously smart. And you're also a really great cook. And you make mean pierogies. And that's really impressive because pierogies are hard to make. And you don't shy away from a challenge or a project and I'm really just glad that we do this together and if we can't cook each other meals then we can make a podcast together and I think that's the next best thing see your compliment insults were like very kind and mine were just like I like eating your food no, that was really kind because, you know, like 98% of my self-worth is rested upon my culinary skills. <laughs> <laughs> What's the other 2%? Um, my job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and your turtle parenting. Uh, I don't think I rest my self-worth on what my turtles think of me. That's healthy. All right. Well, we've been recording for an hour and a quarter and I'm oh, kind of hungry. And I have to edit all that. So oh, okay, shit. go eat some food. I bet it's going to be really delicious food. Um, it's going to be tomato soup from Trader Joe's. <laughs> and we love Trader Joe for that. We do love Trader Joe's. Um, all right. Listeners, thank you for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode of The Butcher even uh, half as much as we did. And uh, if you have any suggestions for games or you want a guest star or you disagree with us, you can spam Olive at Butchler Pod on Instagram or email us at butchlerpod at gmail.com. 
if you'd like to sponsor the show, please do that by emailing us. And we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.